Black Alliance presenting the Resistance Book Club. Yay! <laughs> so, um, as you can see from the title, it's where do we go? Like, how do we get started in Star Wars? What are the books to read to get into Star Wars? And also, too, wanted to talk about what plans I have for the rest of the year now that the you know, channel has changed. So let's just go ahead and get started. All right. So I want to, I think I'll do the, um, where do we go with the Star Wars? We can do that. Um, last year, I did do a Goodreads challenge. I do it every year. I think a lot of us do um, do a Goodreads challenge. And I challenged myself to read nothing but Star Wars books for the whole year. Yes, I did. Um, as many as I could possibly get into. And I did exceptionally well. Um, because last year was just like the whole phase one of the High Republic. And... Then I was reading like other Star Wars books that wasn't pertained to the High Republic. And I was not only doing that, but I did read some other that wasn't Star Wars books. But 95% is Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I promise you. Even the comic books. So I did surpass my goal last year. Um, I had put down a challenge of reading 60 books. And ended up reading 66 books. <laughs> so I did really, really, really well. Now, I always, like, I, I hear that question a lot. It's, where do I go? Like, what books? I don't know which ones. Um, I'll, hopefully, I can help you out with that. And I will share my journey as to what books that I, that I read to get started. Um, so let's start off with what I read to get started. So um, this was years ago, years ago, <laughs> maybe like a couple of years ago, because we I've been out here in Colorado for like 10 years. So within the 10 years, yeah, I was I was reading some uh, Star Wars books. So I started with the timeline. Yeah. There is a Star Wars timeline. It's in every book. You can even Google it. It's there. Everywhere. It, I don't know how many times it gets updated. There's just so many different ones that a lot of the books is not on there. Like an actual physical of, you know, the books being on the Star Wars timeline is not there. You kind of have to go through a couple of a couple of timelines just to kind of figure out like which one is which, which one is first, second, third, fourth, fifth, like that. There is entirely too many books. You just kind of have to wing it. Um, and then 
I went ahead and read. Now, I did find out that there is, you know, one particular book that starts off, which is The Lost Tribe of the Sith. I did read that. Surprisingly enough, I finished that book. I know it took me months because I read some, put it down, read some again, put it down. Those were in the days when I was just like kind of in and out of a reading slump a little bit. So after that, it was good. Like it just talks about, no, it's, it's, it's a novel. And it's just like different tribes that were um, really just kind of competing to to see who can be on top. And then, you know, that's where the Sith originated from. They talk about how it originated and where they come to and how they come together. And then I guess as if you read in, which I haven't read, but I think once we get to Bane, Darth Bane series, then that follows how the rule of two came about, which is only two Siths can be can be present uh in the galaxy um to rule or else too many will just go ahead and spark up some um spark up things that don't need to be sparked up so yeah read that one and i have also tried to read uh dawn of dawn of the jedi into the void something like that and i tried to read it and i had to dnf the book i don't know for some reason it just wasn't hitting me I don't know if I could go back to it, but if I do ever do, I'll see if I can try to read it again. But um, I think I got at least like 20% into the book and then I just DNF'd it because it was just driving me crazy with the writing and everything. So we'll see. And, you know, it's always going to be that there's going to be a lot of Star Wars books that, excuse me, that don't, um, that don't hit you. You know, that don't give you that feel. Once I do that, just go ahead and DNF it. Go on to something else. There's always. Then I read um, A New Dawn. Yes, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, A New Dawn, which is The Rebels. And that's how I got into Star Wars even more at that time. Because the TV show was out. The animated TV show of Rebels was out. So then I had ended up watching that. and you know, really enjoyed it. Um, and then fast forward after having my daughter, I was very much in a slump, very much going through PPD. And I said, I need to read a book. And I kept saying it. And then that's when I picked up the Thrawn trilogy, which is Thrawn, Alliance, and Treason. And those are the three. And it literally took me out of the funk and the PPD that I was in. Um, and then slowly and, you know, more surely I was just reading, reading again. Then that's when I said, I'm going to challenge myself to read in the, the High Republic books, as well as whatever other books is coming my way. And that's when the channel had um, started, which was last year. And that's how Akita's Black Alliance started. So I do actually have book reviews of those books on my page, the Akita's Black Alliance page. But I was actually thinking 
and just hear me out. Um, I was actually thinking that I am going to reread phase one of the High Republic. So, at the time when I was reading it, I have a lot of these Star Wars books on my Kindle. And that was because we didn't have a bookshelf and it didn't make any sense in crowding the apartment with all these books and there's nowhere to put it. So I put it on my Kindle, which is a great enough reason. So all of my phase one, including the comics issues, yes, they are all on my Kindle. I just don't have the physical copies like I do now with phase two. So I was sitting here just going through and just trying to figure out how, you know, how am I going to do it? Because I still have a lot of these, you know, other books like contemporary fiction, YA novels and all that other stuff. And I really want to read that because I don't want to have to keep, uh, how would you say, like, keep reading Star Wars. Sometimes you just kind of need a break from it. And I did. I took a break. I remember I took a break like last year. And then there's this gap in the middle of the summer, which is about to happen again, where uh, the High Republic takes a break and then it picks back up in the fall. So you have this break and then there are like little like standalone books that happen that is releasing in the summertime, maybe like one or two right now. There is one that's coming out, which is the ri- the Rise of the Red Blade, which is the Inquisitor story. That's coming out in July. Then I think in September or October, I think it's October. Then you have Crimson Crimson Climb, and that's those two are are nothing you know involved in the High Republic. So you do have this big gap of space. Said okay. What can I do for this for this year, for the rest of the year to kind of bring out more Star Wars content for people to watch? Um, and I kept saying, like, you know, I really want to reread phase one again, because now that phase two is is done, I still have to read Path of Vengeance to round it out, finish it out, as well as the other um, the red the rest of the comic issues I said okay I'll go ahead and just reread all from the very beginning they're all on my kindle um I do need another kindle I cannot believe that damn kindle died child yo I'm like this warranty don't even last that long Jesus I I think I'm gonna just get like a cheaper kindle um it was a kindle fire too like and it wasn't bad at all. Like, I loved it. But also, so I ain't, in a way, I don't need something that big for me. I just need something very compact. My hands are tiny. I, you know. But um, I did love that Kindle, though. <laughs> um, but anyway. So, I think what I'll do is, um, since I still have the physical copies of, like, regular books that I'm reading, I'm still going to go ahead and do, do those, like, read those books, keep to the theme whatever theme that I'm going for, for the month. And then also do, also read the Kindle, my Star Wars books on my Kindle and still do the vlogs like that. So kind of be like 
two different vlogs. I'm not going to put it in one cohesive vlog. One will just be catered to the Star Wars. The other one catered to whatever the theme is. Like right now, current theme, Dark Academia. But I'm fully in the Dark Academia, even on my Kindle. Then the next month is the Pride Month. And since I already did, you know, uh, April, May, and June reads, I'm still sticking to that. Don't worry. Still doing it. And I'll be done with those. But now I have the, you know, because it's summertime and I really want to read, like, some type of romance a little bit. So I decided I really want to read the YA romance books. So I was going to do that. But while I'm doing that, I could just go ahead and get started reading, you know, the Star Wars, the phase one. Now, if I do, I will have to be done with this by October. Um, and now the question is, is like, where do we start, you know, with the Star Wars books? Well, you can start with the High Republic. You can start it right along with me. Um, or you can start with some standalones. One of the best ones, I would say, if you just want to read like a standalone and don't want to start a series, I would say pick anything from Claudia Gray. She her pen game is absolutely sick. She came in it and she did not come to play. Lost Stars, I do have my reservations about that book. But overall, that book is really good. It's two kids, you know, they grow up. It's more of like a friends to lovers. Because they grew up as kids. and But their journeys, their paths have went in two different directions. But the great thing about that book. See, this is where it will pull on your, on your, on your heartstrings. That book is so, is so good when it comes to them going back and forth. The two characters in the book. Because, like I said, they're on two different two different paths and because they are on two different paths it's the decisions that they make kind of impact their lives the consequences of what their actions have done and but for some reason at the end of the day they put that aside and still love each other that that's the great thing it's so complex I feel like a lot of people who are, or a lot of women who are into that whole romance thing, but the stakes need to be high. Like, fam, the stakes are high in this book. And you be, I don't know, it's kind of like you're rooting for them, but then you're getting upset in between. But then in, in the end, I don't know if you, you know, a lot of people like the ending as much, but I love that ending. I love that ending. That ending was everything to me. Um, but yeah, that one is definitely a good way to start into Star Wars. Um, also, too, like like I said, anything from Claudia Gray, anything from her <laughs> that involves Star Wars, you just pick it up and read. That will help you get into Star Wars. It don't matter 
whatever part of the timeline it is. So she has Lost Stars. That was her first introduction into Star Wars. And literally from there, it just created this massive amount of, um, you know, fans that was rooting for her and loved her, really embraced her into the Star Wars community. Um, So then she did, she wrote Leia. Leia was so good. And then um, Bloodline. So both those are about Leia, but at two different times of her life. Leia is the 15, 16-year-old Leia, where she is um, a junior senator. I want to, I think that's where she's at. It's been a while since I read it. And... She has to go through these, uh, it's, it's like a, oh Lord, like a trial or something. Man, I have to reread that book again. Um, cause I really remember more bloodline than I do of Leia, but I remember she had to go through like something day or something like that, but it's like a trial, but she is a junior Senator and she works under her father. Um, and very beautifully written again, a YA novel. Then we have Bloodline, that is an older Leia who had her son, which is Ben Solo, and he's off with Luke, her brother and uncle to um Ben, and she is still, you know, the senator. Um, and then it's just kind of showing her. You know, trying to figure out what's her next move. Excuse me, what her next move in life is. You know, she's starting to feel like, ah, like I'm done with being a senator. What else is out there now? You know, and that actually ties into the uh, sequel trilogy, which is The Force Awakens. Um, And then you kind of see it, you know, the way it ended and how it, it connects to The Force Awakens, which I thought was beautiful beautifully written um definitely you know because i am close to 40 almost 40 i totally get it it was right up my wheelhouse of it very much an adult novel and it the best part about bloodline is that we get a lot of politics in it like that whole political espionage type of thing oh my god it was just stunning to even read. Oh, man. I put that so high up because it is not easy to be writing about political intrigue. <laughs> but it was definitely there on those pages. Um, five out of five for that book. Then she has Master and Apprentice, which is about Qui-Gon and um, Obi-Wan. And that is at a at the time i think this was yeah so this was actually before the prequel trilogy and you get to see this push and pull of why obi-wan and qui-gon were never really on the same page 
But then it's like, no, I know I'm doing something right. He just doesn't seem to get me, you know, that type of thing. And it was just so good that you end up seeing, and I can see why it's called Master and Apprentice, because it's not just them two. You end up seeing different uh, Master and Apprentice, the parallels of them, the other people who have, who are a Master and Apprentice towards each other. So it's not just about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, it's about the other characters that, you know, have that same relationship as well and what it did to them as well as what it did to Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon love that book I you know literally going between Bloodline and Master the Princess I promise you I'm like there are days when I be like yo Master the Princess is like number one five out of five they're both five out of five like I can reread both of those books I can really reread reread all of Claudia Gray's books, which I probably will do. Again, I did a lot of book reviews last year, but if it's anything, like if y'all want to see that, you know, I will do that. Like, I don't have any problems rereading a lot of these books. Um, They are just amazing. Um, Yeah. So that's why I said anything with Claudia Gray, start with those. But to really get in and you just want something like romance and stuff but also with like high stakes in it I would say Lost Stars do that Leia is just more of you're just understanding who she is as a person then there's the Master and Princess and then you just kind of get more of an understanding of the dynamic the relationship between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan um, and mind you, it has Count Dooku. Like that's you know, cause Count Dooku. You know, I'm not giving it in a way. Count Dooku, it you know, was a uh, master to um Qui Gon. So all of that. Oh my God, it was just so beautifully written. It's so insane. Oh my God, I promise you, I might have to re reread that book again. Um, both of those. So also too. Let me just make sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Now, the other books that I read last year is The Count Dooku Jedi Lost. Now, that is a script book. There's going to be quite a few script books in Star Wars um, because they were mainly for audio books uh, because of, I guess, I don't know how they do that. But apparently, it's really made for audio. They have a whole cast, you know, and crew that does that audio. And then a month or two later, then they'll go ahead and release the script book. So script books is very easy to read. It's nothing but dialogue. Literally nothing but dialogue. And um, and I went ahead and read it last year. I thought it was so good. It's so good. God damn, that book was good. Oh my God, you really understand Dooku. I promise you, you'll understand it. <laughs> they may be like complex characters, but honey, you feel it for them. Ugh. And then you just understand the relationship between 
Dooku and Yoda because Yoda was his master. And that, gosh, man, the, excuse me, the pushback. I promise you, there is so many. Let me just say this, because there's another one that I'm gonna gonna tell you about. <clears throat> there is so many dialogues between Yoda and a few other uh, masters. So the one with Dooku in Dooku Jedi Lost, that dialogue between him and Yoda, it's like Chef's kiss. It. Is so amazing. I promise you, if you ever wanted to see or just read how they be talking to Yoda and Yoda be giving them the business, literally, you have to read that because not only did he have it with, with Dooku, he had it with Obi-Wan. No, not Obi-Wan. He had it with um, Qui-Gon in Master and Apprentice. Oh my God, that whole scene of what do you want me to do? We're the Jedi Council. What? Okay, so if you guys are the Jedi Council, then why aren't we helping them? Well, because then if we have to do that, then we have to do that with everybody else. That's not the point. We have to start some, like, it is back and forth, and then he will make you understand, like, make you see, not make you understand, but make you see that. Yeah, but if we have to do that, you know, we have to do that with everybody else. Like, it's just so intense between Yoda and whoever he's talking to. I don't know, like, which one was more intense, but I think he probably felt it more for Dooku. Like, there was some intense conversations because he was getting, Yoda, Master Yoda was getting upset at one point in the book um, with Dooku. So I think definitely there's been like a lot of pushback between them too. But um, and then if you look at if you watch Tales of the Jedi, the shorts, you understand like you need to read Count Dooku before you watch Tales of the Jedi, the shorts, to understand the mental space of Dooku. That's all I'm gonna say. You have to. These script books easy you be done like if if a lot of you guys can read you know have nothing to do and just read for like 24 hours you can finish that in in less than 24 hours i promise you it's just nothing but dialogue it's so easy um now the other one and i want to say has some good dialogue <laughs> with um mace windu and anakin is brotherhood by mike chen now i like the story but I couldn't understand the connection of brotherhood to the story would I read it again absolutely it was a really good story the thing that took me out is the title the title just didn't match the mission and that's all I'm going to say. But there was some great, great back and forth in the very beginning of the book of Mace Windu 
Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Anakin. And that was, it was just so good. I was just like, like, just drooling at the mouth of this. Um, But it's really about Obi-Wan and Anakin. They go on to this uh, mission that was uh, put forth by the council and by uh, Palpatine. And obviously we all know Palpatine is bad. So he's just doing, he's just only going along with it, but he's the one that's like really putting a wrench into what, to that particular mission. And they go on this mission and that's it. That's as much as I can give. I can't even give everything away. That's, they go on this mission. I don't know. I literally forgot what, I just remember bits and pieces of it but the story was good it's just i you have to give it to me with the title if the title don't match with the story we have a problem now you done took me out of the story because i'm still trying to figure out where in there is the brotherhood like we already know they solid as brothers you know what i mean but Maybe I missed something in it where I felt like, to me, I felt like there was a disconnect in a way. But overall, I already know they're brothers. They're brothers all the way up until we already know what happened. Um, But yeah, so it's still a good book. It's just I think maybe the title could have been different. That's all I'm saying. Um, Another great book is uh shadow of the sith and that literally is like a more grown man version i mean not version but we know it's um following luke older luke and an older lando calrissian and they have found out that there is a sith or sith is trying to uprise and they have to find a way to Death, that whole situation and it was so good i love this book this here is by adam christopher let me just go ahead and say that um it was so good especially for me because i love it now where i can actually you know read a book that is kind of like i'm almost not almost there but i need something more adult and obviously Luke and Lando, they're in their 50s, maybe 60s. So this is here like before the sequel. This is to tie in before The Force Awakens. So that way you can understand the story that happens in The Force Awakens, if that makes sense. I can't, I can't uh, like give too much away into the story but it's definitely like worth the read i ate it up like legit ate it up um and it was always so great to kind of, to really read lando and what he's going through like he's going through the you know the growing pains which is you know ah uh, now i'm in the next stage of my life like what you know how do i move on you know what is the next step for me oh, i can't be this person that i was before you know, so it's just like the struggle of dealing with the fact that he's getting older. Um, and for Luke, 
Luke is just Luke. <laughs> Luke is just meditating. He's just waiting for things to happen. And that is that. Um, Very, very, very good book. You can just pick that up whenever. Like, these are standalones, you know, but they do tie into the story within the canon universe. Um, Then, let's see. Excuse me. Um, like I said, the Thrawn trilogy, honey, you could just you could pick that up. You can do the the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. Pick that up, honey. You ain't missing nothing. Those are so good. You'll be missing something if you go ahead and watch Rebels. But I decided to go ahead and read it because a it was on my Kindle. I have a lot of Star Wars books on my kindle and we'll go over that um because yeah the fact that they're just on my kindle and i haven't read that read them yet it's insane i will be reading it see because now i have the time to um but yeah thrawn i read it because thrawn is going to be in ahsoka a tv show and i cannot wait for that mind you i need to get the merch of Ahsoka. Because I go on Heroes Villains website, even though it's expensive, but like I need I need a uh, some merch. Cause I already have, you know, this here is the Mandalorian one. And I have the um Jedi. And I got these from Heroes Villains. Um but I need some Ahsoka like ASAP. Bam. Fast. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but Thrawn, I really wanted to read to kind of understand, stand him a little bit more. And I'm happy that I did, um, literally understand, but now she done said it, she said it in the trailer. She said heir to the empire. And I'm like, now I got to read heir to the empire. She said the thing. She said it. Oh my God. So if anybody that don't know, Ron is the heir to the empire, meaning like he is that he's that man. Um, and if you read Ascendancy and how it ended, but I, I always knew how that ended It's great that I read it through because of the dialogue that was in there between, um, him and, Aralani and Bakif, like that was, oh my God, that was everything to me. So he pretty much, you know, it could be a spoiler. I don't know for a lot of you guys, but um, just so you're aware, like he's a chiss species. He worked in the ascendancy for the expansionary defense fleet. I think that's the name of it. And, you know, he's there to protect the protect the galaxy, the chaos, the outer, outer, outer rim. And, you know, a lot of, I always, if you watch my vlog, you understand, like I always kept saying like, wow, he is a lot more humanized in this than in Rebels. And now I see the reason because, you know, he's there to protect everyone. You know, make sure that everything is being, you know, uh, being peaceful, kept the peace, 
making sure people is, you know, we got to take whoever we need to take out and make sure that everybody is good. And the patriarchs were the ones who didn't understand his tactic. And sometimes when people don't understand, they get scared. They want this person out. And that's what they were trying to do with Thrawn. And they really couldn't understand, like, how is it that he is just so super intelligent when it comes to military things? And even though they, that Timothy Zahn, you know, took it back to where he was a kid, it still left a mystery as to how he was just so good at what he does. And I prefer that. Don't give me everything. Like, don't. But I get it. I get it. Like, I love that, you know. And I think the best part is, it's just like, you really do feel for him. Like, you feel for feel for him. And how all the people that he's come into contact with, that he's come into contact with, uh, he, they love him. You know, like, they love working with him. They prefer for him to be, you know, to be there because they know that he's going to get the job done. And that's why I said I love Lakinda because, or Zyinda, because that's where she's at now. And I love that about her because she was like, nah, like, I'm going to go, I'll go to Throne. Like, you know, <laughs> y'all not helping me here. <laughs> I ain't about to die for nobody. Because we already know he's going to make it through. So she knew what side to play on. Um, You know, didn't agree with some of the things that he did, but knew wholeheartedly, like, they would come out on top. So that's why I love I love the Throne series. It was so good. So, so, so good. Um, As an overall trilogy, five stars across the board. Would I read it again? Yes. That's a rereadable book. Yeah. And definitely the other, the second trilogy, which is the Thrawn, Alliance, and Treason. And I love how Timothy Zahn went ahead and incorporated Alliance into the Ascendancy. Oh, that was so good. That was chef's kiss. Literally. Literally. Um, Then, so because we were talking about Ahsoka, Ahsoka, you know, E.K. Johnston, she has a, has a book out where it takes place after... Clone Wars. So if you you probably haven't, but for some people who have, if you've seen the final season of Clone Wars, you understand that that was pretty much Ahsoka heavy. Um, because later after that, uh spoilers for anybody, I'm sorry, but this is how it leads into the book. So she in the final season of Clone Wars, you know, this whole battle took so much out of her that, um, so Order 66 was executed by Palpatine. Um, not only that, but she lost her mentor, which is Anakin. And then when Rex, because Rex is one of the stormtroopers, the clone troopers, he was hit with the Order 66 too, and he was about to take her out. When that happened, she was like, I'm not killing any of my brothers. And she meant it. That. Oh, my 
God. Yo. Like that animation, hands down, probably the best damn season ever. Ever. To have a young woman. This is a young woman. I believe she looks to be in her 20s in this case, in the Clone Wars. And she left the Jedi Order. That is no secret. She left the Jedi Order because of um, a situation that happened with, um, oh my God, why am I blinking? Uh, It's in the Clone Wars, like the previous seasons. But she left the Jedi Order she didn't like how they were handling a lot of the stuff. Then she was like, I am no Jedi. So if you keep hearing that, that's Ahsoka line. I am no Jedi. And later on, she comes back to uh, help Bo-Katan try to get, the, uh, try to get Darth Maul. They, uh, she retrieved Darth Maul all by herself. Again. <laughs> She is badass. Then that's when the Order of 66 happened. And she used, or I should say she had the um, the droids help her to uh, get the chip out of Rex. So when that happened, she he said, but those are my brothers. Like, I don't, I'm not going to kill my brothers. And she said, neither am I. But they will kill each other. You know, but we have to make it out alive. Like at the end of the day, this is about us right now. We got to live. And I mean, she did the damn thing. Them two working together was exactly everything that we needed. So after that, we all know the know what happened. The uh, clone troopers. Yeah, they did die. And the infamous scene, which is so like tearjerker for me is her coming off the um no it's not her coming off but she just walks to where her and rex had to bury all of them and all you see is the uh the clone troopers helmets all around that was the grave site and she went ahead and dropped her lightsabers and was like i am done and walked away then i believe that that's where no, that's not when it happened. So now it picks up, which is the E.K. Johnston book, Ahsoka. And we just follow her through this um, journey of trying to stay under the radar, which is something like how the Obi-Wan uh, show was, where Obi-Wan has been under the radar for literally almost 10 years. And, you know, then all of a sudden the Inquisitors, you know, found or knew where he was. And was trying to locate him. So that was the same way with Ahsoka. She had to stay under the radar. Had to figure out a way to move. You know. um, Discreetly. And ended up. uh, Coming across an Inquisitor. And then if we know. I don't want to spoil it for people who don't know. There's something that happened at the end. And then that kind of glorifies. Where she is right now. And then where she is right now is that Rebels has happened, Fulcron has happened, which is her network that helps. It's more like an underground railroad, so to speak. And then there is the, um, oh, Lord, the um, 
wait, there's the Fulcron. Then she comes across the Ghost Crew, which is the Rebels Crew. And then that's where we lose Ezra and Thrawn. So now when the Ahsoka comes out, we're following years or maybe like a few years after Ezra and Thrawn was gone. But if you've watched Mandalorian, you know that they made it out because of the signs. That was, there was too many Easter eggs to let us know that they made it out. Excuse me. They made it out. Ezra and Thrawn, we just need to find them. And she is on the quest of finding Ezra. And she needs Sabine's help along with the rest of the um, ghost crew. And we already seen Zeb in The Mandalorian, which he looks so awesome. So I, like, it's just so cool just to um, see them live action. Oh my God. It's it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I love the book. It was, you know, I think E.K. Johnson's writing might turn off a few people. It did for me in certain ways, but I still kept reading. You know, I was like, I'm not gonna DNF the book. I just, you know, I'll see where this is going. And it and it did. It led it to where it needed to go. And then I was pretty much satisfied at the end of that book. Um, but yeah, and that's that. So, um, other than that, everything else is more of just the comic books that I have and that I've read of last year, which was like the Dark Vader comics, um, Yoda comics from the High High Republic. I read Obi Wan comics last year, and a lot of. A few Dr. Afra comics, but a lot of the High Republic. I even did, yeah, I did a lot of the comic reviews like on my channel on the Kita's Black Alliance. So if you ever want to check it out, you can. Um, I'm not going to do like a reread of those comics, but I'll do a, a reread of the High Republic comics and, you know, go ahead and give my insight. Um, other than that, the stuff that I actually have on my kindle so that way you know you guys are aware of where i'm trying to go with this um the stuff that i haven't read is the alphabet squadron trilogy i've read the first book i do have to say, so this here is by alexander freed um you might see this see this author quite often too um but yeah i started the first book i finished it it took me a minute because the writing was too heavy, heavy handed for me. And but I said, no, I'm going to finish this book. I got to finish this book. And it was actually pretty good. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's squadron like it's the whole flying TIE fighters, these different ships and, you know, that they're flying into. Oh, my God. Not only that, but it, it's the whole point that it was a black female, you know, running the show. Or kind of running the show, not really. But we get to follow her story. And I can't really remember. So that's why I said, like, a lot of these books, like, you can reread. I do plan to reread Alphabet Squadron. I think I read that in, like, 2020 or 2021. And that was it. And I just didn't pick up the second or the third book. But I will do a reread of that. Because I need to, like, really understand. Because I can't even tell you what what is it about but i know that it's a black girl and she is 
we're following her story. And then the other two is following um, two different characters, but a part of the same crew that they're in, which is the Alphabet Squadron. Um, the other ones that I have, so these are trilogies that I have. I have the Aftermath trilogy, which I know a lot of people is like, girl, you did not read that? No, I didn't read it yet. Because I heard that just like Alphabet Squadron was very slow and heavy-handed, I heard that Aftermath, the first book, was heavy-handed and slow. So that kind of psyched me out, and I just didn't want to pick it up because I didn't want it to put me in a slump. Like, I really didn't. But um, will I read it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I really will. Um, the next one that I have is the, isn't this the Bane? Yeah, I have the Darth Bane trilogy, and that is from the Legends. So there is the non-canon and the canon. And these here would, I don't know why they, they all connect, honey. But this here is like considered for them non-canon, but then they decided to call it the Legends series so this here i have and have not read it yet surprisingly i haven't read it yet i do have oh okay this is in the they have it set up so weird on my kindle um because i think they consider it to be like a standalone young adult standalone but i have the queen trilogy which is following queen amidala um if anybody knows that is uh princess leia's real mother you know between her and anakin um but yeah so and these here are written by ek johnston so again she has ahsoka series i mean ahsoka series ahsoka book and then she also written the the queen trilogy which is queen shadow queen's peril and queen's hope and I don't really know the basis of it, but it seems like it has something to do with her, with her and the handmaidens, which kind of makes me think it has some, has a heavy connection to the hidden empire. And I really don't want to spoil that, but there is a handmaiden that is like, no, not the hidden empire. The, um, no, it is the hidden empire because she also goes into the Darth Vader, like one of her handmaidens. The queen handmaidens, you know, tries to find Vader, tries to kill him like everybody else be trying to kill him. And uh, but it doesn't go that way. You know, she just like takes him on. Yeah, it's the Darth Vader series, but pretty sure it just rolls into the Hidden Empire, though. Um, Then we have. I do have now these are just regular standalone, so I have. Dark Disciple, please don't come for my neck. I still, I started it and got to 5% and didn't read it again. I have that. Ronin, I have, which is, I'm 8% in, I don't know. That one is slow, honey. Okay, but Dark Disciple is written by Christy Golden. I believe Christy Golden written Phasma, if I'm not mistaken. I really want to read that one, too. Um. Ronin is by Emma Michael Kenden. I hope I said that right. Um, so Ronin comes from Star Wars Visions. If you haven't watched my watch and review, honey, you gotta do yourself 
a favor. Those are great. I love them. Please watch them. They are so good. You talk about representation. There is so much representation in that. I mean, it is like anime crazy. I love Star Wars Visions. It's so good. But Ronan is in the first season, the very first episode. And I said, oh, well, let me get the book because I didn't know the book was out. I went ahead and got it on a Kindle. You know, figure I'd do that. Um, And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so bored. Because <laughs> the episode, the first episode was so good. So good. But then reading it, I was like, I don't know, honey. I don't know. Um, I do have Padawan. I read that. So what happened was I ended up getting this as a art. I want to say I did it somehow. I think, yeah, I did get it as an art. Man, I promise you like 20%, maybe 26% in. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) It's a YA book. It's about Obi-Wan. And I was just like, okay, you know. But I don't know. It was something about the writing. And then I was just like getting so annoyed and bothered. So I went ahead and picked up the physical copy and didn't even realize that I had legit maybe 30% more to read. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm almost done with this book. Man, I sat there and just watched the damn I mean, I watched it, just read the damn thing just to be done. It was good. In the end, it was good. Um, not only that, it went ahead and like dropped the line, like dropped the character from the High Republic. And I was just like, <sighs> but at least there's some, it's great. You know, I think it's great for uh, teenagers to read. I really do. Cause I think they'll understand it more. I don't think definitely it's not catered to me. I am not a young adult, but I can see where this is very young adult heavy and that's cool. You know? It's not for everyone. It's really not. Um, and then I have, I know, oh, Darth Plagueis. Oh, yeah, I do have the rest of it on here. Okay. So I have Darth Plagueis in my book, in my uh, Kindle. I actually thought I had Tarkin. So what happened was I did do the audio book of Darth Plagueis and I did it of Tarkin. And I promise you, I don't remember anything of what happened in those stories. And I was like, this ain't for me. But I ended up realizing that audiobooks is good for me if it's a memoir. And I remember the memoirs more than I remember Star Wars stuff. So, um, and plus now, nowadays, like audiobooks is expensive, you know, but I see that they have like uh, the Libby thing going on and um, you know, a few others that are just like, you know, not bad for getting it for free. Maybe I'll, I'll think about it. Like maybe if I would have did the audiobook of like Battle of Jetta, um, Tempest Runner, Count Dooku, you know, cause those are script books. Maybe I would have been fine with those. Um, but yeah, so I have Darth Plagueis. I said, no, I'll read it, you know, to a lot of Star Wars books. And I definitely want to get into it. Um, there is also, I do have Heir to the Empire. I, that's the first book of the, the Legends Thrawn trilogy that I have to read. Um, 
but I do have that on my Kindle. And I also have Battlefront, which is by Alexander Freed, the first one, Battlefront, Twilight Company, and Chrissy Golden, uh, written Battlefront 2, Inferno Squad. Um, there is a video game for, I think it's for Battlefront, um, I think it is for Battlefront, if I'm not mistaken. I actually just watched game throughs, but I remember the Battlefront 2. I remember that because it was a female. That one, that game was sick. Oh my God, that game is sick next to um, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. And I do believe that there is a Star Wars Unleashed, the game. They turned that into a book. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So think that's about it because all of those I try to name as many like trilogies as I can so just so we are clear there are trilogies they do that because that's how Star Wars does their movies which is trilogies so you have original trilogy sequel prequel trilogy and sequel trilogy obviously original trilogy is the one that happened with A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and The Empire Strikes Back. Then you have the prequel trilogy, which is, um, why am I blinking? The one with Anakin, and then he turns to Darth Vader. Well, just, I cannot believe I just blink on that. <laughs> Phantom Menace. And I promise you, I can't remember the other ones. Then you have the sequel trilogy, and I promise you it's going to hit me later. I don't know. It's something about being on camera. You, like, brain cells just deplete. Um, then you have the sequel trilogy, which is uh, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Return of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I hate that whole trilogy. Um, yeah. But, uh, so because they do it like that, that's why you tend to see that a lot of the books are trilogies. So they kind of keep to that formula. Now, the, um, of course, there are a lot of standalones, but a lot of those standalones, they do that to kind of fill in the gaps of the movies. Because sometimes if the movies didn't explain something right, they use the authors to, um, you know, have them write something to kind of tie in the gap to the movies. So you do have Catalyst. You know, Catalyst is the prequel to Rogue One. And I love Rogue One. Rogue One is my favorite. But then they also have Rebel Rising. And I do believe that that is part of the Rogue One. But definitely Catalyst is the beginning of Rogue One. Then you have shadow of the sith like i said then you have um you know bloodline and leia like those ties ties into movies and stuff so they use it to tie in the gaps you know again i think this is probably like the best time in our generation that you can actually if you just want to pick up a book oh my god just start with the high republic because now we have so much diversity within the High Republic. Like, the Jedi are not just men <laughs> or white men. 
it's different species. There are different uh, women. You know, now we have people of color into these um, into the High Republic. And it's so good and so refreshing to see because, again, as I always keep saying, Star Wars has a global phenomenon of fans. And if we deserve to be represented on screen or in the books. And so that's where, you know, the High Republic comes in at. So I love it. I love it. Um, Even if you just want, I think for kids, if you have kids, just I would give them just the High Republic. Uh, middle school books. Um, also, too, there is the little children's book that I will be purchasing for my daughter. Um, and then she does have that five minute Empire Strikes Back book. But the High Republic has like this whole short story of parts of what happened in the um, the High Republic phase one. So I definitely want to get that for her. I actually have it on my Kindle, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so a lot of those and, um, trying to think anything else. I think that's about it. So I think to end this off, I know this is probably a long video and I do apologize. I just get very passionate about Star Wars. So yeah, <laughs> that's just me. And that's why I have the channel, you know. But um, I just want to say that I will definitely be putting out more Star Wars content, but I also be putting out other non-Star Wars content on my page because, you know, I, I need some balance in between. There was nothing wrong with me reading all of that last year. It's just I did end up reading some non-Star Wars stuff, and that was because to get keep me sane and not, you know, be put in a slump. So I decided to do it that way. And since all of my books, the Star Wars books, is on a Kindle, so I figured, well, let me just do it that way. And it's very easy, you know, for me to do it, to read. Um, so, yeah, I will let you know which ones I'm going to start. But I do know that my timeline is pretty short if I have to if I'm going to go ahead and reread this, uh, the high Republic, cause I have all the way up until October. Yeah. So I will figure it out. And then after the end of this month, I will have everything figured out as to what I'm going to be reading for the summer, all the way up until the next, um, the next wave of the high Republic begin. And then that will be it. For this video <laughs> i if you have made it this far <laughs> please put stars put star wars because this was a lot but i appreciate you i appreciate everyone who has come on uh subscribed and liked a lot of the videos um but just know this is definitely my wheelhouse and definitely where i'm supposed to be at and I just want everybody to join me on this journey of reading, enjoying, you know, all the things Star Wars. Um, and also go on to the Spotify. Excuse me. Go on to Spotify. I have a lot of watching reviews of the TV shows and whatnot. Um, it's so great. Like, I love watching it. So, yeah. And then the next one that I'll be doing watching review is the Ahsoka 
series. So yeah, that's it for this video. Hey, keep your mental health in check. Do something for yourself. Pamper yourself. Uh, take the time to read. Because guess what? At least when you read, it'll be a galaxy far, far away. I hit my cousin told him to call. But no, keep your mental health in check. I will check you later. Sorry for all the small talk. It's the only weapon I got for this depression I got. Trying to find a way to get back all these blessings I blocked. Gotta help my mama cause she's still been stressing a lot. It's hard to find the sunshine when it